This is Pioneering Today with Upper Skagit's own Melissa K. Norris. Inspiring your faith and your pioneer roots here in the beautiful North Cascade Mountains on KSVU 90.1 Community Radio. Good morning and welcome to Melissa K. Norris with Pioneering Today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about clearing out the clutter and getting organized. Uh, it's a new year. We're in January. And a lot of times, um, you know, with January and new year comes, everybody wants to get organized. We want to get things set in order to start the new year out right. Resolutions um, happen and fail <laughs> a lot of the time. I don't know very many people who keep their resolutions all year long. Um, a few times. I actually don't even make res- New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, I, I feel in life that I need to change things all year long. And so I try to change them as they come up instead of waiting, um, you know, until one time at the new year to make a whole bunch of resolutions. And I've also noticed with change that when we try to change too much all at once, it becomes overwhelming and we just kind of set ourselves up for failure. And I think that's one of the major reasons that New Year's resolutions usually don't make it much past the new year is because we want to change every single thing we don't like about ourselves or our life, um, you know, lifestyle or whatever. And we want to make all these brand new starts, which is great. I think we should always try to change what, you know, we're not happy about and what's not working in our life. But when we try to do it all at once, um, it generally doesn't tend to work. So I just tend to try to do, um, make the changes as they come up throughout the year. But one thing that I do do, um, and I can't remember where I saw this. Um, it was a couple years ago, and I saw it, you know, in a magazine article somewhere online on a website. But it was instead of making a New Year's resolution or list of New Year's resolutions, was to pick one word for the year and just focus on that word in all aspects of your life. And I really liked that idea. So that's what I've done the past couple years. But this year, I had a really tough time deciding what my word was going to be. Actually, I was, I was really feeling um, kind of unbalanced, you know, through the holidays and stuff, you know, things tend to get a little, our schedules get off, kids are home from school, um, you know, a lot of people take vacation and, you know, it's just not our norm, not our normal schedule. And so I was kind of struggling with getting everything done that I needed to do and just kind of, you know, looking at everything and, and trying to decide what I wanted to keep for this year and, and wh- how I needed to kind of shift things around um, in the schedule. And so I was kind of feeling unbalanced, it seemed, you know, th- things weren't kind of in balance. And, and so I wasn't, I just, I hadn't even picked a word yet. I mean, <laughs> and actually it was um, mid-January and my Christmas tree and all of my decorations were still up, which on a normal year, January 1st hits and all of my Christmas stuff is down. I'm usually really good about getting that all picked picked up, packed up, put away. Um, not this year. It was just kind of a, a crazy time for me. And so I was really just feeling like I really wanted to get organized and things cleaned out um, and kind of getting, you know, talking about um, sim- simplicity is one of the things, you know, simple living, pioneering today and embracing the things um, that the pioneers did in our modern lives. And, you know, they didn't have all of the stuff that we do now as far as material wise. And so that was part of my thing is I wanted to get organized, you know, in, in the kitchen and the cupboards, countertops, clothes, bedrooms, all that kind of a thing, kind of go through the house. And I was looking to that thinking that that was going to help me balance things and feel less crazy. And while I think that's partially true, 
um, I started reading a book and it's called um, Balanced, actually. And it's written by an author, Trisha Goyer. Um, she's a very prof- prolific um, author. She, I think she has over 40 books in print. And she's also a stay-at-home mom. She has uh, three kids at home, two of them they just adopted. She homeschools. She writes um, about four or five books a year, um, does public speaking. She does a lot of stuff. And so everybody's always asking her all the time, how do you get done everything that you do in a day? And so she wrote this book in answer to that. And so I I was excited to read it because I was expecting to be able to find balance in my own life and for the new year. And I was really surprised in a good way uh, by what I got. And so the book did address those issues. And this is so true to the heart of everything, though, especially in my life as a Christian. And what she wrote about is, your situation is never going to be perfect. You're never going to have the perfect schedule. You're never going to have it all figured out. But if you just wake up each day and you focus on what God wants you to do and serving him and serving others in his name, in his love, then he will align everything for you and he will help you focus on what is really important and what you really need to do. And if you do every day with that in mind, then you're going to find balance because you're going to find balance in him, not in your things or your organization or your resolutions. And so that was something I, I know that, but I tend to had forgotten that <laughs> over the past couple months. Um, and so that really just, just struck me and, and brought me back to where I needed to be. And so I was so, so grateful that she wrote the book and there was a lot of other great tips in there that I plan on using, um, too, but that was the main one, and it was it was exactly what I needed to hear, and it was exactly what I needed to do. So, if you're feeling unbalanced and you're you know you're kind of searching and you're just feeling off kilter, I would encourage you to look at where you're at with God, and address that first, and then the rest tends to fall into place. Um, it's amazing, and it's it's also amazing how quickly um, sometimes I tend to forget that and want to look elsewhere for solutions. So. On to the subject of cleaning out the clutter and getting organized. I do a lot of reading. You'll probably hear me mention that and mention different things I've read. But one of the things that I had read um, over Christmas break was, um, it was funny because it was actually a whole bundle of eBooks that was on um, healthy living and following the paleo diet, which is basically gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free eating very primitive, the hunter-gatherer type lifestyle. So anyways, I was reading these books. And in the, in this bundle, there was a book and it's called, um, it's based on a website in a philosophy called Project 33, which I had never heard of before. But it kind of sparked um, me to address some of the clutter that was actually in my house, not just in my spiritual life. So again, fix the spiritual life first, and then the outside stuff. So this is for the outside stuff. Um and so the premise of this is, is you first start um, her advice on the, on this website, which is Project 33. And I'll also have links to all the stuff that I'm talking about on my website, melissaknorris.com. So um, if you want to check out any of these things further when you're listening on air, just go to melissaknorris.com. And there's a button that says podcast. Click on podcast and then all of the episodes are there and you can click on the individual episodes. And then within that, you'll find all the resources and things that I that I talk about during the show. So know that that's there for your use. Um, so in Project 33, the, the basic premise is that you start in your closet and you take everything 
out of your closet and you only put back in 33 items. This includes shoes and accessories. Um, It doesn't include um, undergarments, exercise, workout, or pajamas. So basically the clothes that you wear every day out and about, including shoes and accessories, you know, purses for for us ladies, um, jewelry, that kind of a thing. And so it said to put in the 33 items that you really love in your closet Get rid of the stuff that doesn't fit anymore, you know, that you don't want, that you don't wear. It needs to be, you know, donate it if it's holy and gross, icky, whatever, throw it away. Um, anything that you're really, truly on the fence about that you're just not sure that you can't live without, put in a box and and tape it up. And so she said and for three months. So during that three months, if there's anything that you need to get out of the box to use or to wear, then you have to take something out of the closet and replace it. So you have to swap it out. So you only have 33 items in there. And then at the end of that three months, whatever is in the box, she said, don't open the box because you'll be tempted again. Take it and donate it and get rid of it. And so so this philosophy starts in the closet and then it goes on and then she has, um, you know, checklists and things to do for every every part of your house, kitchen, you know, bath, kids' bedroom, cars even, cars, my car can tend to be when we're busy and on the go, a, a drop zone. <laughs> it doesn't get cleaned out as often as I would like. So I had read this and I thought, okay, I really like that because my closet is a mess. And I'm one of those, I'm actually a decent housekeeper. This is going to sound like my house is a, is a pigsty as you're listening to this. But my closet is one area that I tend to be in a hurry and, you know, just take clothes off, you know, put them, things just kind of get tossed here and there. And then I have piles of things. And so this really appealed to me. And I, my closet has been an area that I've been needing to tend to for quite a while, Um part of that is, is, is I'm a really big clearance shopper. And so I get, will get things when they're on a really good deal for like the next season. And I do this for my kids close too. So actually January, um, as we're heading into the end of January is a great time to go down and buy, I always try to get my kids winter coats for the next year, um, this time of year. So their winter clothes for next year that they're going to need as they're, as they're outgrowing, I try to get on clearance now. So anyways, I always have stuff stored up, especially in their closets, not mine of clothes for them that they're going to be growing into so kind of always try to plan ahead that way so I don't have to pay full price for things um so in my own closet um I do a lot of um there we had at our in our local town here an awesome consignment store which unfortunately went out of business um about three months ago and when she went out of business um I ended up bringing getting about four bags worth of clothes because she had to have everything out and she just said here take this and so I took them because they were all my size and they were all really cute and I really liked them. So I brought them all home. But when I brought those four bags home of things, which included, you know, shoes and, and jewelry and clothing, I didn't take anything out of my closet. So I had a, four bags of more clothes in my closet than normal. So part of the reason that my Christmas tree didn't come down and that I told you that on the first of the year is because I don't, we don't have a garage at our home. So all of my Christmas stuff, um, all of my quilting, sewing material, that kind of stuff is stored in my bedroom closet. So I actually couldn't reach, I couldn't get to the box that my Christmas tree goes in and is stored in throughout the year um, because I had so much stuff in my closet that I had piled in there over the holidays. Um, Embarrassing, but true. So I decided that I was going to get my closet cleaned out. And I mean, really cleaned out. So I started on a Saturday morning and I, and I've done, you know, you do little cleanups here and there where you kind of get things organized and tidied up, that kind of thing. So if you're looking to do this, 
set aside at least one full day. You might need to, depending upon the state of your closet or the area that you're doing. But take everything out. I did this with my kitchen cupboards um, three weeks ago when I first found the website. And it's been great. So you take everything out. So this applies to your closet or your kitchen, wherever you need to take it all out. Every single thing out and put it in a separate pile. And then go through it. So if it's in your kitchen... Is it an item that you cook with and use at least weekly? If yes, then obviously it's going to stay. So you're going to put that in the section of stay. Um, if it's something that you haven't used, when I went through my kitchen cupboards, I had some glass stemware that my grandmother had given me. Mm, I think the first year my husband and I had been married, which is going on 15 years now, I had never ever used it, ever. So, sorry grandma, but I got, I got rid of it. If I haven't used something in 14 years... Why on earth am I holding on to it and letting it use a valuable space? So so that went. Um, then there were some things that I only use seasonally, you know, when you're hosting or at the holidays or that kind of a thing. So that stuff I really looked at and I thought, could I use something else in its place that I use regularly instead of having just a special, you know, thing that I only use once a year? And some of the stuff was yes and some of the stuff was no. So I went through it judiciously and to donate um, or to keep. And so I went through that and it has been amazing. My kitchen, I had stuff that was down on the cupboard. I had my flour grinder that was down on the countertop and now it has a place in the cupboard. Um, so does the flour canister. Um, my food processor has a place where I can easily reach it. And I kind of reorganize things with by how often I used it. So that was stuff that was at the front and was easily accessible, but it has been so nice because when I walk into my kitchen and there's not stuff cluttering the countertops. And now when something does get set on the countertop, it really stands out because I'm used to seeing them clear now. And so it immediately makes me pick it up, put it in its spot, wash it, whatever, put it where it goes. So it's really helping me actually to keep my kitchen cleaner with a lot more ease. Um, and it's just been, it's been great. So knowing now how my kitchen is and how nice and easier it is when I go to cook because everything's right where I need it and that I use, I'm not waiting through stuff that I don't use. I knew I had to tackle my bedroom closet. So, so that's what I did. So I took out every single thing from the closet, including tax records, which I got rid of some of them. I kept seven years back. Um, check whatever, you know, the rules or laws is with your stuff. Don't take my, that's just what I did. So I hope I don't get an audit because if it's past seven years, I burnt it. Um, so I took all, every single thing out, you know, swept, mopped the floor. And I have to tell you, I was actually embarrassed at how much stuff I had amassed. It was more, it was more than I, than I thought. When you have it all piled on top of your bed in your bedroom, it's a lot more than it looks like when it's hanging in your closet and on shelves. So with the same premise, I really went through it. And I have to tell you, too, gosh, talk about airing your dirty laundry. Uh, it wasn't dirty. <laughs> but I found um, a bag where last year I had bought my husband a shirt and myself a shirt off the clearance racks. And they still had the tags on them. And we'd never worn them because somehow they had gotten stuffed beneath a pile of something else. And so we each had a new brand new shirt. Yay. Um, but it also taught me a lesson to not get it, not allow it to build up like that again. And it made me think about too, you know, how much, how much we allow things to build up and just kind of like, oh, I'll just take care of it. Or we tidy, tidy things up just enough. And I mean this spiritually too, not just, um, 
in our homes just enough to get by or just enough to clean it up just a little bit instead of really truly dealing with the root of the problem. So I'm really trying to deal with the root of the problem and things in my life now instead of just kind of sweeping over it type thing. So I took every single thing out and then I only brought back in and I actually couldn't keep it to 33. I ended up with 41 items hanging in on on my closet. And then I took, because we, where we live here in the wonderful Pacific Northwest, we actually have seasons, at least for, for winter and summer, for the most part, the rainy season, and then a couple months of nice sun weather. So anything that was really, really summery, I put in a box and marked it as summer clothes. And then that can come out in the summer. And then I'll take the really cold stuff and put it back so that my, my closet, it just has in it the clothes I'm wearing, even if it's seasonally. And I went through my shoes and some of the things I I really did still like and I didn't really want to get rid of, but I wasn't wearing them very often. So though the things that were still in um, really good shape, I actually, um, and so I recommend this to you too, the things that are in really good shape that you're just not wearing for whatever reason um, is you can, you know, you can sell them on eBay, you can put them up on um, Facebook for sale, Craigslist, um, or some of the things, because I just had too much that I didn't want to work with trying to put it all up for sale is um, you can donate to the Goodwill, you know, or that those kind of things. But here locally is our fire department in um, has a f- garage sale that's as an annual fundraiser. So I contacted um, the gal that heads that up and she's going to take this stuff. Obviously, that's only sellable in good use, that type of a thing um, for that. So I felt really good about that. Not only was I making my life easier and cleaning things out, but, you know, helping to support the local fire department. So I would encourage you to do the same and, you know, look for areas that you can, that you can do that. Um, and so I next is tackling my car, but it it's funny because now that my closet is all cleaned out and organized and I really cleaned it out. I mean, I took out one box and three bags worth of clothes and then another box that had different odd and in shoes, old purses, uh, that kind of a thing. And what I noticed then is, and it's funny because once you get everything cleaned up, temptation will really come back to haunt you. Your old habits come back to haunt you. So I had a friend of mine who had just cleaned out her closet. Hmm, coincidental, huh? That's that time of year, I'm telling you. And so she had some really, really cute things. And so she's like, oh, do you want these? And so I brought the bag home and I went through the bag very, very carefully because my new rule, and I am definitely sticking to this, is if I bring anything in, then I have to take something out so that it always stays. It's the only way that it's going to stay nice and neat and orderly. So I had to choose an item if I wanted to keep it. I had to choose something from what I already went through and really picked to take out and then get rid of. So if you follow that practice, even if you're in the store, you know, wherever, and you think, okay, what am I taking away so that I can have this? It'll really make you think twice. Uh, Plus, it'll help you save money because a lot of times you'll be like, okay, if I have to get rid of, you know, this shirt instead, mm, I don't know. And you'll end up putting it back. Um, So... I would really encourage you, um, you know, to look through. And if you're already super organized and you don't ever have this problem, then I would love to talk to you and learn your tips and and tricks above what I've discovered. Um, But if you're like me, then I really hope that this helps you out. Um, And so if you want to look to to more of the websites and um, different things like that, 
then um, go to melissaknorris.com and I'll have that there for you. And then my word for the year, because I don't think I actually shared that, um, that I finally picked was serving. And that's to to not serve myself, <laughs> but is to serve others in Jesus' name and just to really look at situations and ways that I can help, whether I feel like it or not. Because oftentimes, um, if we want to be really truthful, we don't always feel like helping in every situation and serving others. But so that's my word for the year is just to learn how to serve others um, in, in Christ's name in any way that I can. So with this podcast um, and the radio show, uh, my website, my blog, um, articles, that kind of a thing. If there's something that you would like to learn more about, that you want to know more about, you want to hear more about, um, topics you'd like me to cover that would help you, or just things you just plain want to hear about or read about, I would really, 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 I mean this, I would really love to hear that. So you can either email me at melissa at melissaknorris.com. Um, or you can go to my to my website and comment and let me know. Um, let me know on social media. I'm on uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, and all those links are from my website. So we can um, let me know. But please do let me know. I would love to hear how I can help you. Um, so thank you for listening to Mosque Norris with Pioneering today on KSVU 90.1 FM Community Radio.